Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. You are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on Jazz Radio, WETF.org. My name is John Clark, and we are here presenting a program I hope is interesting. This is, I'm calling it Southside Jazz 3, because I've done two others on my various podcasts in the past. This is a program devoted to some random recording sessions done in the mostly the late 1920s in Chicago by African-American bands who were active on the south side of Chicago, the black section of town, playing in dance halls and uh, sometimes just coming together in the recording studio. And uh, these are sessions and musicians who just don't seem to fit into any other category that I would be likely to do on a podcast or a show. We started out with two tunes by Banjo Ike Robinson, an interesting fellow who uh, lived a long life. He lived from 1909 into the 19, about 1990, I believe. He was uh, quite up there, did had a long performance career. And he led some very interesting recording dates in the 1920s, and this was the first one. Ike Robinson and his band, so-called. Uh, there's a lot of doubt about the personnel in this group, but uh, one other than Banjo Ike himself who was not in doubt is the trumpet player, Jabo Smith, who uh, was a legend in the late 1920s in Chicago. He had a wonderful series of recordings of a band that he called the Rhythm Aces, and this is sort of similar to that. In fact, these two tunes were released on a collection of Jabo Smith done for Melodian Records, I think in the 1960s, and uh, we're going to hear a little bit later a couple of other tunes that were released uh, on those records. Uh, with the impression that Jabo Smith was playing on them and since been proven that he didn't. Anyway, the first tune we heard was called Gut Butter on it, and that was recorded for Brunswick in Chicago on January 4th of 1929. Followed that up with Reddy Hokum from January 22nd of 1929, also for Brunswick. In addition to Jabo and um, Banjo Ike on Gut Butter on it, uh, the discographies credit Omer Simeon, the great uh, Chicago and New Orleans clarinet player, and it certainly is not him. If it was, he was having a terrible day because he did not sound very good at all, clarinet and alto sax. So we don't know who that is. Lawson Buford probably is the tuba player on piano, uh, either William Barbie or Alex Hill. Probably William Barbie, I think, uh, would make sense on that one. And then on the second date, a couple weeks later, for Reddy Hokum, we had Wallace Bishop on drums added and Willard Robbins on bass sax. And again, uh, an unknown reed player just playing alto at that point. I think that possibly could be Omer Simeon in that case. Not any clarinet playing to distinguish him, though. So we're going to go on now and hear uh, a series of tunes that were recorded by the band known as Lloyd Smith's Gut Bucketeers. And these were a couple that were released on uh, that album dedicated to Jabo Smith, but it is not Jabo on this. It's a fellow named Clarence Count Rich on trumpet. He also sings on a couple of the tunes. And then the band uh, is largely a family organization. Uh, Lloyd Smith, uh, the fellow whose uh, name is on the label, was on piano. Faber W. Smith on alto sax, Warren Smith on tenor sax, although I can't hear much tenor sax on here, Jimmy Smith on banjo, and another non-family member, I guess, Earl Roach on drums. And to round out the family connection, we have Mary Smith, or actually May Smith, taking a vocal on one number as well. These were recorded for Vocalion in July and October and November of 1930, and we're going to go right in order. We're going to hear Wake Up Sinners, uh, a tune by Lloyd Smith, um, that uh, features a vocal by uh, Earl Roach. That's who it does, right there. It's his only vocal on the session. And then, Come On Honey, Rub Me Some More, with a vocal by Count Rich. 
Then, um, that was from October 27th, and the next one as well, uh, I'm Going Away Just to Wear You Off My Mind, which had been recorded by King Oliver, although this is a Lloyd Smith tune, and that will feature May Smith on vocals. And then, a take of That's My Stuff, a Lloyd Smith tune with Count uh, Rich taking the vocal. And then, on November 20th, a remake of That's My Stuff. Why they remade it and reissued and issued both of them, don't know, but it's nice to have two different versions. And that has another Lloyd Smith, or rather, Clarence Count Rich vocal. So that's Lloyd Smith's Gut Bucketeers, and that's our set coming up, all devoted to Lloyd Smith. Wake up, sinners. Come on, honey, rub me some more. I'm going away just to wear you off my mind. That's my stuff, and another version of That's My Stuff. As I was going down the road Wake up, sinner Double wagon and a heavy load Wake up, sinner Crack my whip and lead us from Wake up, sinner Wheel horse broke that wagon
Over someone whose 
Now I'm going away just to see if I can find Some sweet daddy who'll treat me nice and kind I'm going north or south, anywhere, east or west I don't care, but I'm going away just to wear you on my
gonna get it again. I mean that girl with the bracelet on, I'm gonna get it, show she mourn. So study and count, cause it won't be long, I'm gonna get it, show she mourn. So get it ready, I'm gonna get it, show she mourn. one of the anonymous bands recording in Chicago in the 1920s. Uh, anonymous in the sense that their names really don't come down to us uh, as any significant figures on the jazz scene at the time, but they created some excellent sides in their one, two, three recording dates that uh, produced four tunes. That was Lloyd Smith's Gut Bucketeers, with Clarence Count Rich taking some outstanding trumpet solos. Very hot and fiery playing uh, there, and also some good vocals as well. He um, had a, clearly a Louis Armstrong fascination in his vocal stylings, and uh, he came across quite well with that. We heard Faber, W. Smith on alto sax, Warren Smith on tenor sax. I don't think Warren took any solos on here, but he pl played some background figures with the trumpet and the alto in different places. At least there sounds like there's a third horn in there. Lloyd Smith, the leader, is on piano. Jimmy Smith on banjo. Earl Roach on drums. And also sang the first number, Wake Up Sinners. And then May Smith uh, sang the third number, which we'll tell you about in a second. So these were all recorded for Vocalion in Chicago. Um, July 30th of 1930 produced Wake Up Sinners. All these tunes by Lloyd Smith and one of, or at least some member of the Smith family. And then October 27th produced three tunes. Come on, honey, rub me some more. Uh, that's a Clarence Count Rich vocal. Then I'm going away just to wear you off my mind, uh, with a vocal by May Smith. And as I said, that was a tune that had been recorded by King Oliver's Creole jazz band uh, seven years earlier. And then that date finished up with the first version of That's My Stuff, another Count Rich vocal. And that title was remade on the 20th of November of 1930. Uh, same arrangement, pretty much, and the same uh, vocal style as well by Count Rich. And some very good playing by him. He's really the standout musician there. 
So we're going to move on to a couple of different sessions, three different sessions in our next set. The first one is one I've been trying to figure out how to get onto some program for some time. I'm glad I found this way. This is a band called Russell's Hot Six, led by Louis Russell, the piano player from Panama, who had uh, moved to New Orleans in the early 20s and made the acquaintance of a number of great New Orleans musicians. And when he came up to Chicago, uh, several of the musicians came with him, and they all went to work for King Oliver and his Dixie Syncopators. And the Dixie Syncopators first recorded on March 11th of 1926 for Vocalion, and this band, Russell's Hot Six, recorded the day before on March 10th of 1926, also for Vocalion in Brunswick. We're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear uh, 29th and Dearborn and Sweet Mumtaz, a tune that was re-recorded uh, about six, seven months later by a similar group, Louis Russell's Heebie-Jeebie Stompers. And we already heard that group uh, featuring Preston Jackson, I think, uh, on a podcast a while back. But this band, Russell's Hot Six, includes George Mitchell, we're told, on cornet, who was not with the Oliver Band. It was Bob Schaffner, so you have to wonder if maybe it was Bob Schaffner on cornet. But the rest of the band were members of the Oliver Band. Kid Ory on trombone, Albert Nicholas on clarinet, alto and soprano, Barney Bagard on tenor, Lou Russell on piano, Johnny St. Cyr on banjo, and uh, taking a sort of a vocal, a speechified vocal, I guess you'd have to say, was Richard M. Jones, the New Orleans pianist and composer, and we uh, did a show on him a while back. He also did some uh, vocal interjections on the first King Oliver date the next day, so interesting correlations all through there. The next band is a group called the Picket Parham Apollo Syncopators. I believe they played in a theater, possibly the Apollo, or they might have done some vaudeville work as well. It was co-led by Leroy Pickett on violin and Tiny Parham on piano. We've done a show on Tiny Parham in the past, too, and wasn't able to put this session on. This band also features Burton Wingfield on cornet, another one of those very little-known trumpet cornet players in Chicago in the African-American community who uh, were influenced by Louis Armstrong but had their own style. We also have Charles Lawson on trombone. He recorded with Paramon later on. The very versatile Junie Cobb on clarinet, alto, and soprano. He recorded with King Oliver with Jimmy Noon on many different instruments and Jimmy Bertrand on drums. We're going to hear two tunes from a December 1926 date for Paramount. Um, the Mojo Strut and Alexander Where's That Band. Both of these are very organized, arranged performances, as we would expect if we are familiar with Tiny Parm's later music, and uh, clearly it was a kind of a theater band. Then the next session is by Tiny Parm and his 45, 40 in quotes, this is a little more like the later-day Tiny Parham band that recorded for Victor, but this band uh, did its work in December of 1927 for Paramount. We're going to hear uh, Jim Jackson's Kansas City Blues and a little bit closer. And the band in this case is either Claude Alexander or Roy Hobson on cornet. might be Roy Hobson. He was a, an intimate of uh, Parham's off and on for the rest of the decade. Kid Ori on trombone. Charles Johnson, who was uh, one of Parham's go-to musicians on clarinet and alto sax. Tiny Parham on piano. And Charlie Jackson on banjo and vocals. And this may be Papa Charlie Jackson, the blues minstrel performer who made many recordings for Paramount. He's credited for playing with the... Uh, uh, Tiny Parham and his musicians band, although it may be a different uh, Charlie Jackson in that case. Not too sure about that. It was a little bit of a doubt on that personnel. So those are our six tunes coming up. We're going to hear the Russell's Hot Six, Louis Russell's band, doing 29th and Dearborn and Sweet Mumtaz, 
then the Picket Parham Syncopators, Mojo Strut and Alexander Where's That Band, and then Tiny Parham and his 45 doing Jim Jackson's Kansas City Blues and a little bit closer.
So there's some very highly professional recordings uh, or, or performances on recording, I should say, done in Chicago in the late 1920s. We started out with Russell's Hot Six doing 29th in Dearborn and Sweet Mumtaz, and that featured George Mitchell, I guess, or possibly Bob Schaffner, on cornet, Kid Ori on trombone. In the reed section, we had uh, Albert Nicholas on clarinet, alto, and soprano, and Barney Bugard on tenor. Uh, then we had, of course, Louis Russell on piano, and doing the arrangements and the tunes as well, and Johnny St. Cyr on banjo with a little vocal encouragement by Richard M. Jones, and that was done on March 10th of 1926 for Vocalion. Then we heard uh, the Pickett Parham Syncopators doing uh, Mojo Strut and Alexander Where's That Band is the appropriate title. And those were done for Paramount in December of 1926. Obviously very organized performances. I think those might have been for theater orchestra with Burton T. Winkfield on cornet, Charles Lawson on trombone, Junie Cobb on reeds, clarinet and alto mostly, uh, Leroy Pickett on violin, Tiny Parham on piano, and Jimmy Bertrand, well featured on drums. He was one of the best known uh, show drummers in the black uh, music society circles of uh, 1920 Chicago. Then we finished up with two tunes by Tiny Parham and his 45, uh, Jim Jackson's Kansas City Blues and A Little Bit Closer, a good jazz performance with some really fine cornet playing by somebody in there, probably Roy Hobson, Kid Ori on trombone, Charles Johnson on clarinet and alto, Tiny Parham on piano and arrangements and compositions, and Charlie Jackson on banjo and vocals. And it really didn't sound like Papa Charlie Jackson, if you've heard his recordings, and it really was a kind of a desultory little vocal anyway, just a, a chant of going to Kansas City a couple of times. So uh, possibly this was a different Charlie Jackson playing banjo. And those were from December, 27, uh, December of 1927 for Paramount. So we're going to do two more tunes for you. And uh, these will be done by uh, an interesting figure in jazz history, Frankie Halfpint Jackson, a uh, short little fellow who was a great showman, sort of, I would say, in the Cab Calloway tradition, but he predated Cab Calloway by quite a bit. And uh, he sang a lot of novelty vocals. He got in on the ground floor of the hokum uh, craze in the late 20s, did some semi-dirty songs and things like that. But he also recorded with some very good jazz groups and tunes that we're going to hear today. The first one has him accompanied by Punch's Delegates of Pleasure, led by Punch Miller, the great New Orleans cornet player. Lem Johnson, we think, on clarinet, an unknown piano, and Charles Ducastain on guitar. And those were done on December 8th of 1929 for Vocalion. I suppose I should tell you the name of the recording. It's called Down Home in Cane Tuck. And we're going to finish up with a tune from uh, just a little bit before that, from August 28th of 1929. Frankie Halfpint Jackson, accompanied by Punch Miller on cornet, and again, an unknown piano and unknown drummer. And the tune is Take It Easy. So thank you very much. Hope you've enjoyed this program, this catch can program, as it were, of uh, Southside jazz musicians from 1926 up to 1930. Some uncategorizable stuff, I think you'd have to say. And uh, we are here together, the Jazz Focus, and John Clark, and you, on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazzradiowetf.org. So thank you very much, and tune in again next week. I'm gonna take it down in my home, down in Kentucky, Louisville, 12th and Walnut Street, down where six bits ain't no dollar, L.A. no icebox, and Mr. Charlie is still in the lead. Listen here, folks, I'm gonna sing a little song. 
tell you what goes on down in my home, down home in Kentucky. Down home in Kentucky. Kentucky, my home. the blues can't help me crying gonna grab that train call the moan line and go back to Kentucky back home in Kentucky Kentucky my Daddy, now easy swing. Lover, you sure is 
shaking that thing, but take it easy, take it easy, just take your time. Time. 